0: I want to share a little bit of Sukkah's Torah and the Sukkah. We know the Gemara and Sukkah tells us that if someone has Rosh you have to have them in the Sukkah. If someone has his Shulchan out of the Sukkah, so it's, machlek, it's bashamay, the we were worried that maybe he will lean out into the table eating outside of the sukkah. So you have to have the table inside the sukkah. The explains this to me that the, the whole vart of sukkah, the whole vart of sukkah is taking all of the physical things that we do, the eating, the drinking, the, the, the singing, the dancing, all the suda, the, the family time, and bring it into the sukkah to make it from just from just eating and drinking into something spiritual, into, into a mitzvah. There's nothing that we do different on sukkahs. Pesach we have, we have separate mitzvahs, we have matzah, we have murrah, we have Zechitz, Sukkah, you, you're not your unless you remember why we're sitting in a sukkah, for us in the But essentially we're doing the same thing we do the rest of the year, we're just doing it in a sukkah. That's what sukkah is. That's the mitzvah of sukkah. He thus says that the shulchan represents the gashmias. It's the thing that holds all the food. The thing that the things that a guf needs to stay alive. The shulchan needs to be brought into the sukkah. You have to bring all the gashmias into the sukkah. If someone has a su- his table outside of the sukkah, is a concern. He's gonna lean out into the gashmis. The gashmis will draw him out from the sukkah, from the rochnas, from the mitzvah, and potentially lure him away from the entire topic The whole point is to be pulling the table into the sukkah. And that's why it would be lesser. So Sfasemis has another explanation. He says you need roishavirubavishlochane sukkah says it's not enough just to be in the sukkah. You have to know. Your rush has to be there too. You have to have your mind in the sukkah. You have to realize what we're doing here. You have to appreciate that we're, we're, we're in the loving arms of Hashem. Right? this is murdering of heart. The uh, Balatanya writes that the walls of the sukkah, We know that the, the word sukkah they teach us in elementary school, they have a uh, Without the vote. It's a chaser, of a chaf and a hey. Those are the, the walls of the sukkah. Samach has four walls. Chaf has three walls. And you can even have just two walls and the little strechel, the little leg of the hey. Two, two walls and a tafach. Balatanya writes that, it, that it's this is the meaning of the pasuk. The is going to hug us with his, with his stronger hand, with the right hand. He says, This is Keneged, the walls of the Sukkah. He says, It's connected the three chalakim of the Yad. I was walking home from Shul, I was reading this, and I held out my hand, I was like, the Three chalakim of the Yad. And it's Parshid, really. It's one, two, and a tefach. The, the two walls of the Sukkah, and a tefach. It's the arms of their Barnabas sukkah it is a hug. You're going into the embrace of Hashem. It's more than... Definitely not possible, but... That's what, the, that's what the sukkah is. So this last time it says, you need to bring your head into the sukkah too. Make sure to learn a little in the sukkah. Make sure to realize what you're doing here. Have Kabana. That you're not just, you know, camping out. This is, this is the... most the, 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 the haliga camping trip ever. And he says that you need your Roshai. The rude boy? Shulchanai. He says, Your Shulchan is your family. Your Meshbech that sits around the, sits around the table. So make sure to get them into the sukkah too. There's a maisa it's about one of the few Haligiyadin left on this planet We don't have a cell phone. You can imagine such a thing in this generation. The Baruch Baksman. He's in Borough Park, he doesn't have a cell phone. And he admits it's not an easy thing, Some people can't contact him, but he, he had one for a moment of time and he realized that it interfered with his Tara, his, his, his Davening, his Tara of and he got rid of it. It's not an easy thing to do, he said, this is, you have to prioritize, and my Buddha comes first. And he has a, a partner in business, or sender, who he calls every morning the landline and they make up where they're going to meet and that's where they start their day together. Listen to this story, it's Marduk, Marduk Ashgacha Pratis, the Urbani uh, Shalom. We, we could get a little glimpse of a few of the puzzle pieces that their Shalom puts together in our lives. One morning, Rav Sender calls Urbaruch on the landline and he says, Herzach, where are we meeting today? It's the corner of 42nd Street, Beautiful. 42nd Street. Two hours later, 9 a.m. Sender's waiting on the corner for his partner and to show up. He's not there. He's like, there must have been some miscommunication. But you're gonna contact him because he doesn't have a cell phone. He's looking around like he's on a different corner. And this irreligious older woman runs over to him. Says, rabbi, rabbi. It looks like a rabbi. Like, he said, Yes. He so Can I ask you a question? Can I ask? I don't know if I can answer it. Give it a shot. She says, It's, inc- it's incredible. It's incredible. yeah had one, one nakuda. This morning, when Rubar called, it was a little different. Was it showed up as a cell phone. Probably a baruch This His landline this morning was a cell phone. If Sender asked him, What's the chat? Did he get a cell phone? Said, I'm borrowing my friend. My friend, I have a friend in Shul. He's the head of the Chabra Kadishah. Right? And I uh, used his phone to call you. Uh, I'm not, not going to be home for a while, so I borrowed his phone. Okay. We're meeting at the corner for 40 seconds. Skip ahead. Or if Sender is standing there on the corner waiting for a baruch, and this woman comes over to him. He says, How can I help? He says, My husband. My husband went off to Derech a long time ago. We were never religious. He used to be religious. He went off and married me. I'm not Jewish, but we know he is. He got involved in a number of white collar crimes. He got busted, and sent him to prison. While he was in jail, he had a lot of time to think, and his Ineshamah started, the spark turned into a flame. He became religious in prison. And slowly but surely, he started picking up different little things, and I was supportive. I I didn't mind. I, I saw it was turning him into a better person fact, one year on sukkahs, he was offered leave. He was offered to come home to his family and spend sukkahs with us. And he turned it down. He said, I'd rather stay in prison. I don't know why. The senator says, why? She says, in prison, they have set up a sukkah and that him. And he knew that he wouldn't get that at home. Rather stay in prison, with the mitzvah of sukkah and the mitzvah of shaking. And to go to his family. He'd rather prison with mitzvahs than home without without, without mitzvahs. He's really he was really connecting with his uh, his inner his pintaliid. She continues and says, That's my husband Recently he suffered a stroke, and he's been hospitalized for a while, and doctors tell me that there's no hope, it's just a matter of time, and I want to know if I could pull the plug, if I could put him out of his misery. He's just going to suffer for the rest of his life, however long it And our center says, you know what, this, this I could actually answer you. As Jews, we value every precious moment of life. Absolutely not. We would never pull a plug on a yid. She says, oh, okay? Okay? What do, I do, what do I do when he passes away? I'm Christian. My family is Christian. We could arrange uh, uh, a burial with my family. And her sender says, you know, and I can answer you for that too. He's a yid. He's, he's even a practicing Jew from what, from what you're describing. He should definitely get a Jewish burial. She says. A faithful wife, she supported his, his choice in Yiddishkeit, uh, in religion, and she says, Well, what am I supposed to do? And I've sent her she says, You know what, I happen to have the phone number of the guy in charge of Jewish burials, the head of the Chav the number that Abarak called him on that morning, and uh, he gives her the number and says, you see that the time's coming, give him a call. I'll take care of him. Who knows? Maybe Bishchus, this, this year, staying in prison to be Minkai in the midst of sukkahs. He was to some more time in this world. He was to a Jewish burial. The sender walked around the block a few times, Turns out they had miscommunicated, he met Rabarach a few blocks away, they're on a different corner and and uh, he shared with them the, the maze that just happened. We don't always see, we don't we can't always tell. Where the Bunish of them is putting these pieces together, where the puzzle pieces are matching up. What we see is the jagged edges, we don't see where it fits beautifully and the picture all comes together. But then, uh, the next jagged edge. take the little of an and sing a hollow. <speaking in Hebrew> a hollow of a daughter sing a full hollow. We sing a hollow about absolutely everything. Dover Melech wrote to hillam during the harshest times, and Haft Shalom was trying to kill him using a and a shenaki type. Kill chasta. was pointing out to us, this neshama, he was. She was sharing with us. He says, Khabra, where, where do we see that Hashem is kitoiv? That Hashem is the greatest of the great, and He's only doing good for us." Ilam La ilam is a of Helam. You know, this whole world is all helaam. It's all hidden. The greatest chassadim of Hashem are the khastai, they're hidden shake the little of we shake it in every direction no matter what happens no matter where, no matter where it comes from it's Hashem I'm going Get it on the end